Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey, Heather Frank Whaley over here. It's Monday, January 10th. Your husband. I'm aware of who you are. Sometimes I think you're not. Uh, in what way I, I look at you like, I, like I've never seen you before? Sometimes you look through me. Sometimes I just treat you like a friend. Or sometimes I treat you like an enemy. Sometimes I treat you like my maid. Got the deep freeze coming in tonight. We do. It's freezing outside. Um, got, uh, um, got a wind chill tonight. This is a weather podcast. Zero to ten below zero. It says it might snow. Um, it's it's going to be colder than a motherfucker. And um, we're over here in the northeast, so, you know, that's that. That's that. That's the weather report. Thanks, Frank. So they've released new information on how Betty White died. Let me guess. I mean, I'm really surprised by this. It was either, uh, here's my, here's what I would guess without knowing any of the details about Betty White's unfortunate demise. I would say she either died from auto asphyxiation. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. um, Or old age. Right. I would have just assumed if that when they say new details have been released about the cause Betty White's death, I would be like, the, the entire article would be, would be, she was 100. That's it. The end. She was 100 years old. That's why. But actually, in the past three years, she had developed a rather serious addiction to crystal meth. And she was high as a kite. Well, she was also a all straight the time. up freak. Freak, freak, freak. Not sleeping. Doing that, doing that dust, whatever it is they kids call that crystal meth, and uh, she had gotten involved with some people who were in the, the like a dog fighting ring because you know she was like super into animals, but she had started like betting on dog fighting to get money for the crystal meth, and that's how that's how she died. She um, was mauled to death by. Dog Sounds fighting. like you're joking, but I know for a fact that Betty White was a um, uh, like a sh- old old school dominatrix. Like really? She, yeah, she was in. She was like into like re- um, doling out punishment like crazy. The the really crazy thing about Bob Saget, Bob Saget dying, is that mm. he actually was a hundred years old. He just looked amazing. Um, I'm glad you can joke about people's death. I actually don't know how or why Bob Saget died. Um, I haven't I haven't looked at that. They say no foul play or drugs were were um were found. I guess there was an I guess they immediately do an autopsy. I tell you what, when I die, don't, I, don't uh, there's no need for an autopsy. It doesn't matter. Just cause of death, life over. That's all. You know, I, I when they ask you how I died, you just say his life ended. Okay, so you if you could put that in writing for me that you refuse to have an autopsy performed on your body after your demise. I don't want, I'm not the kind that of guy opens the, so many possibilities that for wants me. to give any, um, I don't, I don't want my body cut open. I don't know. I don't know enough about the afterlife to, you know, don't, you know, put the, the last thing on earth I would ever do 
is is donate any part of my body to science. Fuck science. You know, what are they going to learn from my body? That I was a squirrely, uh, you know, vegetarian who, you know, who ate basically the same thing for 10 years, you know? But, that, what okay. are they going to find out? What if, what if when you die, I need a kidney? Could I have one of your kidneys or your liver or something like that? My kidney and liver are dead. What do you want them for? But what, but what if I needed something that you had on your body? So you're waiting for me to die to have No, to I'm my... saying you refuse to have your body donated to science. But what if it was donating it to me? Could I have it? I don't know how to see how if this I would work. If I needed it. If this, I don't see how this would work. If you, like, if you need, you're, you know, in the, in the weeks, months, days uh, leading up to my death, you need a kidney or a liver. Yeah. Okay. And then you die in some sort of car accident. Could I not have your I would probably, that's a silly question. I would get, I would get, while I was alive, I would have given you my kidney. No, because you, it would mean that you died. You can't give a part of your kidney. You have two kidneys. I mean, uh, your liver, yeah. your liver. Yes, you can give a kidney. You can absolutely give a kidney yeah. if you want. My, my, I mean, you, you don't do. want my liver. My liver's, my liver's, uh, you know, pickled at this point. But I, I would, yeah, of course, I'd give you my kidney. But here, here's the thing. I don't want to give my eyeballs because then, then I find myself like, you know, in the afterlife in Morocco, walking around with no eyes, blind as a bat. I don't need that. And I, you know, I don't want... You know, my God forbid, my brain. What little, what little I have, I don't want to give that away. I need it. My balls. I need my balls. Well, I wouldn't want those. Yeah, but if, I'm not talking about you. There are people, people donate their balls, and they're, you know, and they're. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I, I told imagine. my. I, maybe I already talked about this on the podcast, but I told my sister Becky. You know, she's she went to the Dr. Henry Lee School of Forensics, forensic science. She's very into true crime. Um, I told her that when she dies, I'm going to donate her body to that place where they, like, put pieces of your corpse out in the woods and in a swamp so forensic students can just, like, keep track and learn about, like, the rates of deterioration and be able to figure out time of death, that that kind of thing. A body farm, that's what it's called. Ugh, that's so gross. Whatever the case, let me say it here for public record. Want all my body parts kept on my body, and then I want my body burnt up and put in a and put in a um and a a, a bell jar. Okay. And yeah, you got a problem with the bell jar? Yeah. Um. I, okay. Go on. You don't know what a bell jar no, is? No, was it just wasn't expecting you to say a bell jar? And I want it um kept in uh, at my library, my the oh. the Frank Whaley Library. All right, you got it. Maybe it'd be one of those little free. Free libraries, like a little stand that they have sometimes in some neighborhoods. Free you library. mean like bookmobile? No, I don't want. No, like my... it's just like a little cupboard that says free library. No, no, that's not going to be my library. My library is going to be a, a, a stately, like a presidential library. Yeah, I'm, I have all my archives, all my shit. It's going to be like that, like little monster's jacket, your bell jar with your ashes, and my bobbleheads. So here's something that really kind of surprised me and pisses me off. Let Holy, me guess. What? Women's lib. You hate you hate <laughs> feminists. Women's lib. Whole Foods. You want women to women to be women and men to be men. That's what you just oh said earlier God. today. Whole Foods says its first amendment rights will be Let me guess what pisses you off. Okay. Having sexual intercourse with me. No. So guess what this is. Whole Foods says its first amendment rights will be violated if it's forced to allow employees to what? Fill in the blank. Urinate. 
on the dandelion greens that I'd like to buy there. Oh, I don't know what. No. What? Um, if it's forced to allow employees to wear Black Lives Matter insignia. Okay. So, like, if you're working at Whole Foods and you want to put a little Black Lives Matter button uh-huh. on your, like, all the people who work at, at our local Whole Foods, Whole Foods, they always have little buttons and stuff saying that they're vegan or whatever. Do you say Whole Feeds? Whole Feeds. That, yeah, Whole Feeds. Whole Feeds. Whole Feeds. That's where they sell, um, in, like chicken feet, yeah. rabbit feet, whole, just whole, whole feet, whole, whole. whole feet. Um, and so Whole Foods didn't want their employees wearing anything that said Black Lives Matter, and and they say that oh my, what was that? That scared me. They say that it violates their First Amendment rights if they're forced to forced to oh. allow the employees to wear that. So I, I needed to sneeze, and it, oh. and and, it, and that's why I just opened the door to get some light in here so I could try to sneeze, but the sneeze didn't come, and now I'm fucking pissed. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. I got COVID, I think. Anyway, go on. But so it's not like they're, it's not like the, the employees want it mandated that you can, it's just if you want to wear it, you can wear it. I'm going to wear it, Black Lives Matter stuff, all the time, every time I go to Whole Foods. I'm going to get a hat, big hat. I'll tell you what, in this town, or else I guess I won't go to. Whole I wouldn't Foods. if I was if I if I was an employee at Whole Foods, I wouldn't wear any 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 shit like that. And I'll tell you why because because there's too many um, middle aged white people in this town, and in any town that that are just just straight up like you know make America great again racist motherfuckers. And I'll tell you something that happened to me in the grocery store pre COVID. I used to go. I used to go in my in my local grocery store, which is owned by a bunch of right wing Republicans, and I try not to go into that store, but it's so close, I can't. You know, I, I you know I can't stop myself because it's too convenient. Even you know, even from my boycott of these right wing bastards in this town. Yeah, you can't I keep boycott telling, the places keep, that are convenient. I keep, tell, I keep telling myself I'm not going to go to this store anymore. This chain, this local chain, because it's owned by a bunch of right wing bastards. But a, I got extra bucks on my on my account, and b, it's too close. But I was in there once, and I don't know about you folks out there, but I like to eat grapes while I shop. Okay? Yeah, you like to take a bag of grapes. You steal grapes is what you do. You steal them. Anyway, this right, this, this, this Trump bastard MAGA fuck. So I like to eat a bunch of grapes, and I realized that when I was eating the grapes, I've had enough grapes, I'm not going to buy the rest of this bag. <gasps> Frank! Put the bag down. Uh, so I don't, think he, I don't think he's the bastard. I think that's you. How dare you? But that's the truth. You stole half a bag of grapes. They were nasty. Doesn't they were matter. sour grapes. Doesn't matter. I was sampling the grapes, and I realized and that, that you should be able to sample your grapes before you buy them. Grapes yeah, are expensive. Yeah, maybe one. Maybe one. But not a half a bag, and then you don't buy it. I eat maybe 12 grapes. No. What's the retail of that? Oh, Frank. I think you got some serious thinking to do. I don't know. I got nothing to think about. I'm just telling you. That, you know, uh, I wouldn't hesitate to um, to eat grapes again when this pa- pandemic ends. I'm gonna eat my. I'm gonna eat grapes because do I'm, it at I, Whole Foods. Steal from Whole, Whole Foods. It doesn't matter where I steal from. No, because, it does because you're making that may, way. You'd be making a point instead of boycotting that one store. You would be stealing the grapes from Whole Foods, who doesn't want their employees to express the radical opinion that black lives matter. 
There was a British novelist named W.L. George. Okay. Who in 1922 wrote an article, which was a prediction for uh, the year 2022. Smart. And um, it what? was it was in the newspaper. I'm not sure where the newspaper it was. It was reprinted and it was sent to all these you know around around whole all, all over the place and regional newspapers across the country at the time. And uh, it was pretty. It was pretty close. Um, he he. The the article I guess opens by saying the advancement of science will be amazing in 2022. Um, he doesn't think it'll be all that mind blowing, at least not compared to the technological leaps people made between 1822 and 1922. And that's true. I would yeah. say. Wait, it's it's the. The advancements between 1922 and now are not as much as... Between... As 1822 and 1922, and that's true. Yes. Um, Although we went to the moon and... St- we'd like, I don't uh, think they went to we the moon. No, we, no, like, I not think just the moon, but this crazy, like, space thing that's unfolding near the sun. Well, there's as a, he says, what's a rocket ship tomorrow's when the world has already gone from horse and buggy to railroad? And that's... And, and, and um... um uh, I don't know the airplane, the internet. Oh, go on, tell me what. Anyway, else this said. is what this fucker said. You can talk to him about it. I'm sure he's long gone. Anyway, he, he talks about gender dynamics. He says it is practically certain that in 2022, nearly all women will have discarded the idea that they are primarily makers of men. Wow, Mo- that's how women thought of themselves. Most fit women will that, then be following an individual career. All positions will be open to them, and a great many women will have risen high. Um, he says Betty White will die from auto-exotic asphyxiation. I don't know how he knew that. I can't believe it. Well, he probably knew her. Yeah, he was probably, he probably in that club. Mm-hmm. But it's, un- it's unlikely that women will have achieved equality with men. Cautious feminists such as myself realize that things go slowly and that a brief hundred years will not wipe out the effects of, on women of 30,000 years, years of slavery. He's pretty smart, this guy. Wow. Transit. Railroads will probably have ceased to carry passengers except for suburban traffic. Railroads may continue to handle freight, but it may be that even this will be taken from them by road traffic because automobile does not have to carry the enormous overhead charges of tracks. All right. Hmm. Communications. The people of the year 2022 will probably never see a wire outlined against the sky. It is practically certain that wireless telegraphy, telegraphy and wireless telephones will have crushed the cable systems long before the century is done. What? And a family of sisters with huge behinds will be overtaking this wireless. Oh wow, he God. knew about the Kardashians. That's crazy. And huge behinds. He knew they had huge behinds. It's insane. The movies, entertainment, he says, the movies will be more attractive, except for the movies of one Frank Whaley. His movies will all suck. They'll be awful. Oh, my God. He'll only be doing guest spots on Bull and the like. <sighs> that is, the figures on the screen will not only move, but they will have their natural colors and speak with ordinary voices. Thus, the stage as we know it today may entirely disappear. He's right about that. Theater's dead and gone. Which does not mean the doom of art, since the movie actors of 2022 will not only... He called them movie actors? Act, the movie well, actress. Movies. There were movies. Since the movie actress of 2022, yeah. I don't know why he says actors of 2022, will not only fe- need to know how to smile, but also how to talk. So you know, you, you, you got half the head down. That's Heather. true, because that, when they had the talkies, that was a big thing. So right. people had, like, really weird voices. You had a beautiful smile. You just need to learn, you need to learn how to talk better. Right. I need to learn how to smile. But you know what? Other people need to learn how to make me smile, I think. I know how to make you smile. 
Anyway, what else did this Power. Say? Coal will not be exhausted, but our reserves will be seriously depleted, and so will that of oil. Mm-hmm. But it is likely that by the time a great deal of power will be obtained from tides, from the sun, probably from radium and other forms of radial energy. Radium? Okay, so what has not yet come true that we can start investing in? we got to buy some radium? Housing. Few private dwellings will be built, and their stead will rise the community of dwellings. Majority of mankind will be living. They will probably be located in garden spaces and rise to 40 or 50 floors, housing easily four or 5,000 families. Food. It is conceivable, though not certain, that in 2022 a complete meal may be taken in the shape of four pills. Oh, come on. What? Now. That was like on the Jetsons. They did that. Yes, this is not entirely no, but, visionary. Like, people enjoy eating food. Although there are some people that take supplements and stuff like that. People who drink like a powdery shake instead of having a meal. I like to take um, my ripped fuel. Those yeah. are four pills. But yeah, that's, but that's not. Yeah, that's the, that's the, 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 that's basically caffeine. I am convinced that the corned beef hash and pumpkin pie will still exist, but the pill lunch will roll by their side. Isn't that crazy? What? This is this man, this man, W.L. George. He knew his shit. Yeah, he did. Um, So did he publish this at the time? He published it in 1922, Heather. Okay, so are we going to publish something now that says what we think life will be like in 2122? You and I? Yeah. Well, why don't we? So then people would be talking about us on their podcast as if they would still be having podcasts 100 years from now, right? H, um, a, somebody named H.B. Whaley. She predicted that in the year 2122, nobody will be reading this because we will all have died in the water wars. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good week. Goodbye, people of 2022. Motherfuckers. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. He once told me, uh, I always remember meeting people if they, if they compliment me. I mean, I'm, I, I met a lot of people, but I, re- I only remember the people who compliment me when they meet me. Usually they say, oh, I love your work, or I'm a big fan. And that's why I like Bob Saget. What did he say? He said he's a big fan of mine. I met him in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, um, in the lobby of the Sutton Place in Vancouver in the 90s. Oh, wow. He told me he was a big fan of mine. That's nice. And um, you and said I, you only ever got two compliments in your life that you look good in blue. When I was a kid, before oh. the age of eighteen, I got two compliments. My father once told me I had a good arm, and my English teacher, Mister Rosick, told me I look good in blue. And then you got one from Bob Saget. Yes, Bob Saget said he was a big fan of mine, so I always liked Bob Saget. Yeah, so that's too bad. I asked him if he knew who I was. Maybe he was confusing me with somebody else. No, and, he, and that's what he said, and he just walked away. Oh, well. Bye, Bob. Bye, Bob. This is not very good podcast content.